What's up, people? And welcome to another episode of the Gotham After Show on the Fan Show Network on the stream.tv. Uh, I'm your host, Devin, Devon, whichever one you feel like saying. I'm going to stop saying Devon because some people are getting a little tongue-tied. It's okay. Devin's cool, too. On my left, we got your boy, David. Hi, David. How about that episode? On my right, now, today Vi couldn't be with us. She is doing something probably more adventurous. I don't know, but <laughs> good luck to her. We have Becca. Hey, guys, uh, and don't vex me, mortals. I would hope you saw the episode so you know what that means. Because she just doesn't you. usually say that randomly. I say that all the time whenever <laughs> I meet someone. And then at the end, we got your boy, Tommy. Hey, good to be back. Please vex me, mortals. Yes, yes, yes. So before we even get started, please go ahead and do like we say all the time. Subscribe to your to our YouTube channel right now. Turn it on. Tell your mama, tell her friends, and tell her friends. Mm. And let's get going, okay, on, again, the stream.tv's YouTube channel. So, I completely messed that word. What's that, YouTube channel? You you, it was a you do. You do you channel. Do you do you on the YouTube. You do you, so we do you on YouTube. Don't okay? be afraid to be yourself, guys. Who You're worth the it. Exactly. you do on YouTube? So, about that episode, now, we got, we were thrown into an interesting mix right in the beginning, okay? Mm, yeah. We saw the dude that was scared to cross the street. Yeah. He had his little bottle he put in the thing, <laughs> and uh, they called it Viper. Now, yeah. okay, that we're introduced to uh, what they also called the prelude to Venom, which I call that. I just want everybody to know that. I said call that. Um, will they use it later in the season? That's a good, you know... Really? Well, I don't know, because so far, each episode has been pretty much self-contained, aside from the Wayne murders, obviously, which are our big through line, but everything else has been, like, this nice little present wrapped up with a bow at the end of each episode. Mm -hmm. So maybe not. I'd like to see it. Yeah. I would like to see uh, some venom being used. I'd like to maybe see uh, a person who is a weak person take a little venom, become a strong person, and then commit a ton of crimes and force Commissioner or, uh, De or Detective Gordon to take him down. Wait a minute! Ooh. Wait a minute! Who is that? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Ah, Could David, he... can you please explain who that might have been? Bane. All right. Bane. Yes. Bane. Uh, maybe a Bane-like character. You I know? think. Uh, I think that we possibly could. Maybe. Maybe not. I think we possibly could see it though because. They went to the warehouse 39 at the end, and it was empty. And then we saw that little screen cap with the, the girl. She's like, we'll let them be unless they get closer. Yeah. So they're like, oh, all right. So there is something going on here. It could come back. Who knows? There's a lot of balls up in the air right now in this show. There's yeah. a lot of, like, things that have been, like, there's a lot of people waiting and seeing. We're going like, to put a pin in that and right. come back yeah. to that later. Well, do yeah. we know where Bane was at this age? What, what? his age is in relation to I Batman? mean, isn't he, what, Nicaraguan? Okay, yeah. I mean, he's probably in Nicaragua He's in a youth point. soccer Could league, yeah. probably. Yeah. Well, <laughs> probably doing some youth That's soccer. Not uh -huh. Borderline. <laughs> 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 well, we're going to let that, we're going to put a pin in that one, too. Sorry, okay. what, what was wrong with that? You soccer? Yeah, he's probably making lots of friends with his weird face but, mask. But um, also, it, it of course draws your attention to the guy Stan Pol How do you say his name? Polowski? Polowski. He's Polish. Yes. He's got to be Polish. It's a Polish name. We uh, did some time trying to figure out who this guy was, right. and I guess evidently he's not necessarily a character in the comics. Right. The first person I could relate it to was a guy named Stanley. Lebowski, was that his name? Lebowski, the one I was telling you from, he used to be on Batman Beyond. Mm. He like had grenades and detonations and stuff. He was a troublemaker back then. Chemist. Yes, but uh, I, don't, I don't think that was necessarily in relation to this guy. 
So, you know, he might have just been an expendable person. Obviously, he probably died at the jumping off that building. I thought, you know, he might have survived, seeing yeah. as now With that the super Viper, strength? Yeah, I thought maybe, but <laughs> it looks like they did the slow walk-off, like, uh, nah, he ain't going to be on next week. Like, yeah. they gave the look, like, nah. <laughs> Usually when you look over a building, you're like, nah, either it didn't make HBO, it. If this was on HBO, we'd see yeah, if a giant HBO, pool of blood and just, just some guts. Oh, the regular think, life. This made me mad, though, because you'd think, you know, if someone can lift up an ATM after they, they take this stuff, yeah. then they could at least withstand falling three stories onto a car and yeah, walk their away. their legs aren't going to buckle when they hit the ground, you know? They That's what I thought. Boom. He didn't take a tasteful amount of the Viper. If we recall, he got blasted oh, yeah. with, like, what would be the equivalent of a keg of Viper. Yeah. <laughs> Which you would think make him even stronger, but right. I guess not at this point. Because everyone was taking a little, like... And they was ripping ATM machines out the wall, right. by the way, which was, I would say that was pretty cool, the way they let it run out and he, like, buckled down. That was cool. But also, does this open up the door for future metahumans that we may see in the show, uh, seeing as we can't necessarily go to the villains of the Batman universe, sure. which, like I always tell you guys, remember that this is... Of course, about Gordon, not Batman. Don't wait for Bruce to come out there with a cape and a mask. Right. It's not going to happen probably within the first 12 seasons. You maybe know? on Halloween. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe, yeah, maybe Halloween. <laughs> right. It is coming up. But um, I mean, it, it's you know, just trying to. Well, throw it could out. be. Yeah. We we just saw the preview for the next episode. I mean, I wouldn't really call it a superpower, but we're we're going with the more particles, pharmaceutical weapons route. Scarecrow's next episode. Right. So. Yeah, I wouldn't be, definitely wouldn't be surprised if they have something to go with it, which also does the whole, like, Wayne's family, questionable, whatnot. They're definitely making them out to be somewhat of a villain yeah. in this, you know? Or maybe it's just them getting a bad name for now, and then it's going to get cleared up later. We don't know. We'll but... I, I got some comments. We'll talk about that later. Oh, well, no, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. Mm -hmm. But also, as you always say, you know, the whole detective work with Bruce being such a young kid. And, I mean, is it... <laughs> Do you look at it as a negative for them having Bruce doing such detective work right now already? Because, you know, people are already saying we could leave Bruce out the show and we have a good show still. I think it's just kind of distracting. I think, like, we're, there is a detective on the show, Jim Gordon, mm -hmm. who we're supposed to believe is the most important detective and character. It's supposed to be his show, and Bullock is his partner. And the best police work being done right now is being done by a 12-year-old and his English manservant. I know. Like, <laughs> I think it's a little, like, I mean, I enjoy it, and I like the, I love the Alfred character. I think the Alfred character is incredible. Yeah. But I just feel like we didn't get a ton of Jim Gordon screen time in this episode, but we got a lot of Bruce Wayne detective screen time. And I yeah. don't know, like, I mean, it's obviously they're tipping their hat to the Batman universe maybe to keep the pure Batman fans happy, but I think it's a little unnecessary. Well, I yeah. think it's building up to something that can't really happen because he is a kid, so we're not right. gonna see him be Batman. Right. And also, it's this weird fine line of like, oh, well, these guys are the best actors in the show, in my opinion, is Alfred and the kid playing right. young Bruce Wayne, but it's like, uh, what is this doing to contribute to the plot that we're dealing with in this episode? It's right. not really that necessary. I got it. I think what's happening here is that we're, we're seeing, we are seeing the early stages of the bat. But remember how um, Alfred doesn't want him doing this detective work mm -hmm. at all. By the end of this episode, Alfred's helping him out, right. which we know further down the line, like Alfred is a huge player in Batman's life sure. and doing his detective stuff. Not only that, Bruce is now trying to investigate a conspiracy that now 
Gordon's trying to investigate. Mm -hmm. So they're both investigating the same thing, a conspiracy within Wayne Enterprises and all this kind of stuff. So I think maybe we're going to see this tie-in, maybe with their meetings with Bruce, you know, because sure. Gordon goes to see Bruce quite a bit. That's true. Mm -hmm. But realistically, how, like, how much can Gordon use Bruce Wayne's like private investigation? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how, yeah. how much of the information that Bruce Wayne uncovers is Gordon going to take seriously? I mean, he obviously admires the kid's, like, gumption mm -hmm. and, like, fortitude for being a kid that's just, you know, had to deal with this horrible tragedy and is, you know, being proactive about it. But it's like, how serious do you take a 12-year-old ever? Yeah, that's true. But if the kids start solving all the mysteries, is Jim Gordon going to get a little jealous, maybe? This could be sure. a showdown. I mean, at this point, I look at it more, rather than, I doubt that they're going to really let the kids <laughs> solve the mystery, which would be cool, but I don't think this is scooping yeah. the gang. Right. But at the same time, <laughs> it's one of those things, right now, I feel like they're, like I was saying, I feel like they're making the Wayne family the enemy, which at this point, for me personally, is driving me away from the sympathy behind the murder. Mm -hmm. You know, now it's saying, like, maybe it was a vigilante act or something like that. You know, you, we don't really know. All we know still at this point is shiny shoes, which we right. haven't gotten any closer to identifying. Right. Regardless if Selena Kyle saw him in cold blood and is still running the streets doing daylight pickpocketing right. and whatnot and, like, kicking older men in the crotch. Right. Can like, we talk we about know. that moment for a second? Do we talk about... We didn't talk about we that We didn't yet. talk about that. We need to talk about that. Talk about that. Uh, so the only time we see her the whole episode, it's like, oh, you ain't taking the wallet right in front of you, Jim. You're cool with this? Bye. And hey, then Selena has a level of skill that we've never seen before mm -hmm. in broad daylight. The slide on the oh, hood yeah, the of the slide. truck, did we notice the slide on Dukes the hood? Dukes has some slide, 22 yeah. Jump Street. You know what I'm saying? 22 <laughs> Jump Street. And the dude had no idea. He was like, what? What? And then she was just like, what's up? And then <laughs> she gave him like a little kick in the butt. Well, too. she gave him the twirl yeah. and then the poof it right was. in the ball, you know. But that's the thing. They were like, don't forget about this character because we're bringing her back in later episodes, Speaking but we got nothing that, for it right we now. We also can't forget about the main bird that's ruining Jim Gordon's life at the Ugh. moment. The damn penguin. The right. penguin penguin, okay? <laughs> and it, it, you guys have made it very apparent that you, you say he's planning everything out before he does it. Definitely. Do you think this whole thing that he set up right now with him, with Maroney, and then the whole, like, giving him his whole backstory, because he's somewhat of a snitch, okay? Yeah. Is that part of his plan on ruining Jim Gordon's life? Because I, at this point, I don't really see... I saw where his plan was going when he did the whole robbing thing and, like, got the money and whatnot, mm -hmm. killed his own people that work for him. But right now, I'm, I'm a little lost. Like, I don't know if that was just him stumbling on his plan or... I think, it, I think it's the same plan. Just like when he set up a robbery and he, he used it to elevate himself within the Maroney family, yeah. mm -hmm. I think this whole thing by using Jim Gordon, he's elevating himself. He now he went from being a dishwasher to a manager. Mm -hmm. Now we've seen him going from a manager to the new weapon that the Maronis are going to use. So now he's the right hand guy. Yeah, you know, like he's elevating himself within the family, within the power. I think he did all this on purpose. He's not stupid. Yeah, he's a pretty smart guy. I would go as far as to say that I think he's the smartest person in this show right now. I don't think he makes a, 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 a wrong mistake. I mean, he was, you were seeing a side, a gregarious side of the penguin that you almost never see when he's talking to Maroney at the table and he's like, it's a very interesting story. One, you may not even believe it was like, you know, his like aw shucksness kind of flipped over to this strange confidence all of a sudden as he's revealing that he used to work for, for Maroney's enemy. Yeah. And now if you think about it, Maroney trusts him even more. He's even higher up and Gordon knows that Maroney trusts him even more. So now he's got Gordon thinking he's higher up in the enterprise. He can be more useful for information. 
I, I think, think he did something really stupid here, which was exposed to Maroney that he is a snitch, which Maroney makes a joke about, oh, you snitch, you rat, come here. But Maroney's going to keep him at arm's length because he knows that this guy could rat to major crimes at any time or, mm. could, or knows Jim Gordon already, and even though they're both well, using... I think, well, I think he's just taking risks. Yeah. He's, taking, he's taking huge risks, but I think they're planned. Yeah, because if he hadn't told the exact same story that he knew Jim Gordon would tell, mm -hmm. then he would have been fucked. Uh, sorry. That's okay. We all watch we radar movies and okay. porn. <laughs> but uh, but how how could he have planned that out to know that they'd have to tell the exact same story? <clears throat> they're really well, smart or really lucky. My thing is it. I don't remember what my thing is. So, <laughs> You're absolutely I right. Absolutely right. What other story is Jim gonna tell? Oh. He doesn't sound like a very creative person. No. Yes. So. That's true. But also we got to think now because now Maroney got some pull on Gordon. Right. And he didn't have that before. Remember, yep. Gordon's the straight arrow. Didn't nobody have no no trash on Gordon. But now he has like the number one that he's already you know on the line of, like, walking near death. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, Falcone, if once he finds out about Cobblepot, he's done. And right. so probably is Barbara, so probably is Bullock. Everyone that has association with him. Right. And Maroney is utilizing that weapon. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So now we're going to see if this is going to affect Gordon later on in the seasons, too, right. in an episode, because he didn't have that before. Right. But so. really, Falcone is the only one that's going to take out Gordon if he finds out Gordon didn't kill Penguin. So, I mean... Now he has a vested interest in seeing Falcone go down too. That's true. That's, that's kind of that's a that's a good point. I didn't think mm. about that. And yeah. hey, YouTube shout outs real quick. I do want to say what's up to Greg Matthews. I feel like we see you every day, bro. We're gonna need right. to see like a profile pic or something. We gotta put a face <laughs> with the name. Mm -hmm. All right. I'm gonna say this right. Blue Etragon. Etragon. Yeah. I, I don't. Okay. Hey, that's a cool hey, name. Ash Two Face. What's up, girl guy? Ricardo. Aspina and Spice Nug. Spice, Spice Nug. Nug. My Spice man. Nug. This boo right here, bro. What's <laughs> up, man? And uh, yeah, again, go ahead and subscribe to the stream.tv for, of course, all your favorite after shows. I mean, whether you're watching us, Flash, Arrow, anything, we got it for you. Okay? Now, speaking of weapons, Ooh. because Maroney has his weapon, True. who is Fish's old weapon, mm -hmm. okay? But now Fish has her new weapon, okay? And Liza. Our question, Liza. Yes, that's her name. <laughs> I keep forgetting the girl's name. But what does she exactly plan on doing with this weapon? Because I have my predictions, and, and what necessarily does she want out of it? You know? Mm -hmm. Like, I always assume that she just wants Falcone out, okay? And what other way to get an old man is by a young woman, mm -hmm. okay? It seems to work all the time. And, you know, Liza's an attractive young girl, but with the whole, like, audition, Okay, yeah. when she had to be able to beat the hell out of another young girl. <laughs> I would assume my that's why my assumption is Falcone. Okay, she wants right. to because she already hates him. She wants to bring him down. But she also needs somebody who's willing to do it and physically able. Right. Like I said, I don't think she could bring down Maroney just because he seems a little young. Mm -hmm. Seems like he still got a little muscle. He was throwing penguin around. Oh, well, I don't think like she's gonna physically take him out. I Liza taking out Falcone uh -huh. or taking out Maroney. I think her plan is to get intel. Maybe poison, maybe who knows, but she's not like, oh, I need to make sure this girl can beat somebody up and be hot and sing. Okay, what, so if that... what if it's like, all right, remember she's, she's teaching her to seduce, mm -hmm. right? She's teaching her to do these, they say it like this, oh, baby, and all of these things. <laughs> then we see at the end of the episode, we see Fish with that Rus Russian guy mm -hmm. who we find out that they've been conspiring against, but she's using the same moves 
that she's teaching that little girl mm -hmm. on this guy. Well, so she maybe isn't. she's not really like this Russian dude that she's with. She's not really like, oh, it's a thing. Maybe she's using him for the same reason that she's using this girl. She's using him to get Maybe the fuck off. Maybe that's a weapon all women well, have. Well, she, I was about to say, she's we using a, a little different arsenal of tools. That taco, man, that's a weapon. And why not? Hey. With taco? The, taco. <laughs> it absolutely is. I don't want to just gloss past that. That taco <laughs> is a weapon. It is now, a weapon. Uh, when they were doing that little uh, voice, voice coaching, like line thing, she was pushing her away from sexiness, though. Was she mm -hmm. not more towards a motherly tone? She I think was what like... she was going for here was maturity and a level of sexiness that appeals to an older man versus, oh, I'm I, I'm available, you want me? I'm a young girl on the street versus right. I'm a classy, sophisticated woman. Yeah. So maybe a more long, t like, rather than someone that if, if Falcone was just looking for a, a one and done, Maybe he would find something. I don't know that he if he could really handle respect. a one and done at this point. Well, it's like we said. She had Modern her, medicine is miraculous, guys. <laughs> but she also had her memorize that song, which is a hitting a soft spot with Falcone. Right. I mean, you talk like you said, he's a crime lord, sure. and he got this this little twenty-something-year-old, maybe even seventeen, eighteen. I mean, she looked a little young. Yeah. Right. Got this like sixty, seventy-year-old. Don stuttering over his words, like, oh, mm -hmm. you mic my peepee maker. Like, she just had him all over the place. Speaking like, of peepee maker, uh, oh. how did Fish know that Falcone was sung this song by his mother as a small child? Well, they, that is a rare piece of information. Where did peepee maker come I thought you said that. Yeah, but how does that? I, no, unrelated. I just wanted your attention. <laughs> it was just, it was, what it was was just a very beautiful segue. Yeah. Now, I think <laughs> what we were implied in the earlier episodes is that Fish and, and, and Falcone were once, at, at least at one point, very, very close because she's basically his right-hand woman. Yeah. So now they've obviously grown apart, and like we're, we're now catching the action in the middle. We're not at the beginning of the story of Fish, Mooney, and Falcone. We're years and years along. So they've grown apart now, but that's not to say that they haven't maybe at one point been lovers, or maybe... She could have sung that song to him. Right? Ooh. Well, he said his mama did it, so... Right, but I mean, he and he well, may have revealed that he? to Fish Mooney. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. in an intimate moment, maybe, you know, at, at a point of vulnerability for him. Like, Fish has had him vulnerable before, yeah. we can assume. I mean, the way they interact with each other. Mm -hmm. That's true, that's true. And, I mean, it's like you said, now, or oh, actually, like, you were pointing out, David, that they're all having a convergence now against Falcone. Mm -hmm. Now, like you said, well, Gordon needs him down, Fish wants him down, mm -hmm. Maroney wants him down. Uh, Ping, penguin, I will just call him Penguin. Penguin wants him now. Like everybody now is converging onto one single common enemy. Well, uh, now which, I think yeah. what they have to show is get us on Falcone's side. I want to see if Falcone knows what's going on, or he, if he's just completely oblivious and has no idea everyone's teaming well, up against that him. That might be what the weapon is for, as a distraction, because just, Falcone's a smart man. Just and, as a comic comic book nerd, we know that Falcone's gonna win. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know who the hell Fish is. Well, she never well, survives the doesn't day. exist. <laughs> well, we, we know from that iteration that Falcone is going to win. Again, the nature of this television show being brand new uncharted territory mm -hmm. is that they could kind of screw with the timelines and with the results of what happens. Now, we, I mean, I agree with you. In the canon of Batman, we know Falcone should win. But mm -hmm. they may go somewhere different with it. I mean, we might see they're screwing with ages a little bit. We might see different results and we may see alternate 
universes and alternate endings, which is common in comic books. But you that's know? kind of playing with fire. Well, yeah, different comic books tell it different ways. But as a comic book fan, would you be offended if Falcone just died in the next episode? You know, I think I they really can wouldn't. alienate some of their fan base that way. But do they care about comic book fans or do they care about TV fans? Just purely for this show. And I mean, I think the answer is probably somewhere in the middle. Same I don't diagram. mean it that cut and dry. But I don't. I mean, I think they, the point is to make a good television show. Yeah. And if they got to screw with the comics a little bit, they have that license to do it. You know? That's true. It's not I mean, like those guys aren't sworn to a Batman yeah. code of honor. Well, the only person we know for sure they're not going to kill off is Bruce and That's Alfred. Right. That's <laughs> the only person. And Gordon, hopefully, right. till he gets the glasses and the mustache. Yeah. Right. So it's like mustache. that's the only solidified characters that we have. They could even kill off Selena. She might try to pickpocket the wrong old man. He got a switchblade on his tongue and foop, foop, foop. She did. We don't know that this is the only Catwoman that ever was, you know? There could be well, different. That's a definitely a good question for you because I don't know. I only know one white woman. I only know Selena Kyle. And Halle Berry, of course, I mean, which right. we've well, had mean, many different the, iterations of Selena Kyle, but. Yeah. On the note that they can do what they want with this version of Batman. She can always be licked back to life by a bunch of stray cats, too. So that's let's just. <laughs> on that note, we will be right back with all of your fan questions. Please send us some good ones and don't hold back. Just in case you missed it live. 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 I'm not fake. I'm so real. Okay. Hey, who's excited? Woo! She's a little superhero slut because she's so. <laughs> I, I just pissed everybody off. She's like such a glamazon. Join the writing team because you are hot. <laughs> and I loved it. That is like tension beyond belief. I found her to be. Deliciously out of control. We were all just looked at each other, just like, oh. So we can assume that you've written letters to inmates before. <laughs> Give me the diamonds. Give me for my wife. <laughs> Take charge and kill everyone. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, this Holocaust coffin. <laughs> you were agreeing with me, so I think it was a great okay, point. Good. You know, you can't count anything out. Yes. 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 Oh my God. With your shoe size, my size. Well, that was pretty awful. Oh my God. Very totally. cool. <laughs> Oh, welcome back, people. All right, I'm sorry, you caught me in mid-conversation. But uh, yeah, now on to those fan questions that I promised you before we left. I'm not a liar. So, <laughs> first question coming from at C underscore K underscore De Guzman. I recognize that name. Will Quincy Sharp be the warden of Arkham when it opens? Huh. Uh, that's a good question. I would, I would say so. I mean, what was the one of the regular Arkham? Wasn't it, uh, uh... It's Quincy Sharp. That was that was the name. There was another well, I name. I assume so. That's why that they're ran. probably asking. Well, I don't think he was the. Uh, I think Quincy Sharp is like the one who runs it while Batman's in the universe. But this is pre-Batman, so it could be somebody else. Yeah, well, it could be. There wasn't another name that ran uh, Arkham Asylum or something. Uh, Hugo? Guy? No. Yeah, no, that was just. Yeah, that's his name. He, no, no Hugo. I don't think he ran Arkham, but I think he, he was like a warden there. or something. I don't know if he was a warden. And right now, and I'm I'm sorry. The plan is to make a, uh, it's not a prison setting, right? It's a, no, it's a, it's a mental health facility. Yep. Yeah, yeah. They haven't even established that there would be uh, 
villainous people or villainous characters going in. Yeah. Right now, they're just. I mean, eventually, it becomes a a uh, asylum for the criminally insane, yeah. right? But they haven't used that terminology in the show yet. Okay, no, I yeah, guess yeah. that's you know that's that's my question. I yeah, we're kind of tiptoeing beyond our boundaries at this point. So yeah, you might be right. They might just go for that mental asylum. What do you think, Becca? Uh, I mean, I think it's got to be criminally insane. I mean, it's such a great ring to it, and they've stuck with this gritty, gritty version of Gotham City. That speaking of grit, we. Forgot to point out Edward Nigma. He got a little taste, he had a small line, but yeah. a little taste into his like villainy mm -hmm. when he was that whole like, he went from forensic guy with the riddles and whatnot, then he was like, oh, fascinating. Like, and they were starting to see the darkness that's inside of him. Yeah. So it, it might have been a little pre. Pre-shadowing, foreshadowing, that's yeah. the word I meant to say. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if they're gonna go with criminally insane. I mean, first of all, one of the bad guys has to stay alive past the end of the episode. For that <laughs> that's happen. a good point. That's true. Everybody dies. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, like, nobody goes to jail in this town. They all, they all die <laughs> at the end of the episode. Jails are crowded. Yeah. You know, we need a little bit more population out there. It's not like we're overpopulated or nothing. <laughs> so, uh, yes, fan question number two from at Starsky1490. Do you think that we will see any interactions between Penguin and Victor Zaz, like in the Arkham games? Well, we have already made it apparent that we cannot wait for Victor's ass to come because he's one of those like realistic criminals wait. that would look good in the show. Yeah. And we keep getting that taste from the trailers and whatnot, but I have yet to see Victor's ass in any type he of will, form. He will in be the in show. the first eight episodes. Oh. Because that trailer came out of the first eight episodes that were already made. Oh, yeah. And then they just ordered another eight. So they're shooting the last eight right now. Yeah. yeah. So Victor's ass will be in the next three episodes. I read it was going to be a 22-episode season. Then they might have ordered Maybe more. Maybe they ordered more. Okay, well, hurry the hell anyway. up with Victor's ass, because we want to see him. Just give us a cut, a slice, somebody had markings on their arm. Right. Give us something. We well, want to see him. I mean, I would say if they're going to exist in this universe on this television show, then they will probably definitely interact because the penguin finds trouble. Yes. And he finds evil. He does. And he's and you know he enjoys it. He likes to mix it up with I mean, that's his rec basketball. Mm -hmm. He doesn't go down to the YMCA, he goes down to Scumbag Alley, meets people like Victor's ass, and then you know they cut up people with bottles. Yes. I think I think they'll definitely have some interaction. Um, judging from what I've seen from the trailer, somebody hires Zaz to go after Gordon. Mm. So judging who we've seen as the criminals thus far, it's gonna be one of the crime families. It's yeah. gotta be one of the crime families. So we have a 50-50 chance of Penguin hooking up with him. Mm -hmm. I mean, not hooking up with him, but yeah, you get the point. Well, well I mean, too. at this point, we see Barbara and the rest of them, so he could possibly hook up with him too. Yeah. I wonder if it doesn't make sense for it to be Falcone, because we don't really have, Falcone, it seems so powerful, but he doesn't really have like a guy, you know? Like, yeah, everybody true. else has their weapon. Falcone's weapon is just his pure power and his ability to work with the police, work with rich people, like work inside the parameters of the law and outside of it more fluidly than everyone else. Mm -hmm. All of the other bad guys seem like straight up criminals. He feels like one of those ambiguous man of the people mm -hmm. who tries to, you know, garner the sympathy of the public rather than make them fear him. And he I does kind of have that that vibe. Like at the towards the end, I feel like it's gonna be like a Frank Lucas effect. Like we're not right. gonna feel as bad. We want him to succeed, right. not realizing he's the bad guy. Right. Yeah. So you know. Well, and if, if Victor's ass does hook up with Falcone, then it'll give us an interesting scene dynamic because we're gonna see more scenes with Liza and Falcone, mm -hmm. obviously. And we need someone else in there that's on Falcone's team that we can identify, like identify as a bad guy or mm -hmm. just somebody that's gonna make moves for him, kind of. Mm -hmm. I agree. I well, see. if that's the case, if, if, if it's going to be Falcone, then we know why 
Falcone's sending him after Gordon, probably because he finds out about the penguin being alive. Sure. Ooh. That is true. That is true. Good point. All right, so on to our question number three from, yet again, Mr. Spice Nug, would it do? Ooh, yeah. Who would you cast as Bane or Solomon Grundy? I oh, love Tom Hardy. Right. I uh, love Tom Hardy. But see, we've already done it, so I, yeah. I doubt he would come to the show. I know show. they can't. He's yeah. like a big, you know, yeah. film actor, which, I don't know, for... For this type of show, I couldn't see him doing it, but well, either way, like I said, they, they've done him. So, like Tom Hardy, it's a good option. And age-wise, it's yes. Cool. And what and what Bane are we going for? Are we going for classic Bane? What? You know, or are we going for Nolan? Bane? I mean, now we got the Venom right. in the thing, so now we we kind of gotta go. We gotta with, go on classic. Yeah, we gotta go with classic. Yeah. Either way, I mean, what the thing with the Nolan Bane was is that Bane was uh, a mercenary. Yeah. Right. It, but it was for uh, Central American countries, and mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. Then he came and he got this venom and he got big and he became vain. So I'd say if, if so it's a if, mix of both. My choice, if we had to have, if we're getting big Bane, then I would want you know you'd start off with a regular, you would get a small guy and then you'd ultimately yeah. cast a bigger. I'd love to see Dave Bautista as Big Jack Bane. Oh, I mean that guy is terrifying. Oh, well, they'll nice. have to do the Chris Evans uh, Captain America thing on the little guy. Oh, yeah. Right, 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 right. right. But I can see that working. Yeah. Let's just hope he can do that dynamic of acting though, because right. we gotta admit Guardians of the Galaxy he did great, but he for that character, it. right? You know what I'm saying? That's because true. that was his character. Mm -hmm. We yeah. all saw uh, what Man with the Iron Fist. Sure. Not so much the same level. Sure. So I'm just saying. Hopefully, I feel like he could do it, though. Right. I mean, for me, realistically, I like to cast someone who probably speaks fluent Spanish because he is, uh, you know, South American. Sure. Is the Nicaraguan. Right. You know, I have a lot of experience in Nicaragua. Shout out. But, um... <laughs> I mean, I would go for like a small uh, uh, Hispanic descent. What's the guy? This is more just throwing that out there. Honestly, I don't really know who I would cast as the Bane. We kind of forgot about Solomon Grundy, but as the Bane character, I'd probably pick the guy who was like the skinny little dude with Nacho Libre on uh, the Jack Black movie. Oh, uh, <laughs> Nacho. Efren Ramirez. Yeah, I'd pick somebody <laughs> like him and then just CG him the hell up. Just kinda jack like him up. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, they did it with the. Uh, 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 What's the, the Dr. Jekyll, Dr. Mr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde? You mm. see how they had to do, just yeah. do something along those lines. Yeah, yeah. Well, like you know, tentacles. you cast the guy in the role, and he's gonna get a personal trainer. He's gonna get that's jacked. That's a lot of CG for yeah. TV, yeah. though. <laughs> that's true. So you know, we know, maybe Dave Bautista could be him in the mask. Yeah, I don't know. Either I, way, it you know, occurred to me. It could be anybody, I like that. as long as they got the mask on. There I'm you happy. go. That's a good point. So we never know who they would cast. <laughs> and I do want to thank all you guys for sending us all those questions. Unfortunately, we don't have enough time to get all of them, but we will keep them on deck, and you'll probably be on the next episode, you know, because we got nothing but love for you guys, so keep mm. sending them. We also want to shout out some of our beautiful people that we have on Twitter, at Hoisting My Sail. Mm. Oh. Love that Good one. in your window. Oh. I like that. At Gotham Addicts, as always, we communicate regularly. At Legends of Gotham, I like that. Mm -hmm. And at Mike the Movie Guy. Would it do, Mike? Hey, Mike. I hope that is your real name. But yes. <laughs> uh, and one more thing I want to point out. We can't forget that for a little while in Gotham, there was superhuman prostitutes running around the city. That's true. I just want to say, nobody... Speaking of the power of a taco... Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Right? I, all I'm saying is, anybody that handles a dick as regularly as these prostitutes doesn't need to have super strength. That's right. That makes me uncomfortable during the business hours of 9 to Snap. 5. Wait, Snap. are you saying that you would, uh, you Snap would be like a customer? Snap for, Yeah. Not during the business hours the of 9 to 5 right. on Monday and sometimes Sunday, but that's, you know, a whole another case entirely. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> I was thrilled about the prospect of super prostitutes. 
you know, I'm not going to shy away from it. I thought it presented a very interesting alternative to mundane, boring prostitutes. You know, well, I was upset because I liked that one prostitute that we met briefly, and I wanted to see more of her, but her bones crumbled and mm. her skin melted. Unfortunately. So. Some people may like that. She may still find work. Okay? <laughs> and don't forget to check out at Gotham Talk, okay, and the podcast at Blog Talk Radio slash Gotham Talk. Mm. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I had a pleasant time today. Yes. It was good having you back, Tommy. Great to be back. It was back. nice to meet you today, guys, Becca. thanks so much for having you know? me. No, thank you for coming, okay? Yeah. And uh, guys, like I said, keep on hitting us up. If you got any questions, hit us up on Twitter at uh, GothamAS, as usual. And uh, don't forget to subscribe to the stream.tv here on YouTube channel. And like I said, tweet us throughout the week, comment on the network, everything you need to get us your questions and information that you find important. And yeah, uh, other than that, you guys got any, any closing statements you want to throw out there? Don't vex me, mortal. Yes. Deeper, deeper. Don't we all vex do it together? Me, mortal. Don't, Don't vex me, mortal. In the meantime, we will see your mortal self later. See you next week.